Guys, what is going on? It is your boy Caleb Smith, and welcome back to the Caleb Smith Show. Oh my gosh. It's 4.11 p.m. right now, and it is October 3rd, and it is Thursday. Thursday, right before the weekend, man. I'm, I'm super duper happy about that. At the same time, I do have a lot of work to get done, so that is also a plus, um, assuming that I do it. <laughs> so, no, I will definitely get it done. I, I got some shit I gotta, gotta clean up. So, um, I quit smoking. I quit smoking cigarettes, man. I can't believe it. It's finally, uh, it's finally happening. And let me tell you something. It is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do in my life. I'll tell you right now. I never thought quitting smoking would be quite this hard, but <clears throat> you know, anything that's worth it does not come easy. Um, and don't let that fact scare you, I guess, is what I'm saying, man. I think people think that the inevitable the, the inevitable is scary, and which it is, man. But at the same time, um, it's just better. It's just better that way. Um, top of that, I'll be heading to Houston uh, a week from today. Yes, I will be heading to Houston. I will be in Houston and... I'm going to be chilling and hanging with my bros. Um, it's going to be really awesome. I uh, just got to power through the rest of this week, next week, make sure everything's all in order, have all my stuff done, and then boom, man, I'm out of here. So, um, yeah, the next few days, I think for me, is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of just work, um, you know, working things out. I do have to remember I have an appointment tomorrow with my therapist. Which I gotta go get done, man. I gotta go see my man, my man Terry. That's his name. He is, his name's Terry. He's a white man, uh, older white man with glasses. Good guy. It took me a second to get used to him, but um, you know, I think he was like my first real like. He's the first person that I've ever like. I guess he's broken me. I guess, like. I had this like super badass attitude when I went in and I came out <laughs> not having that badass attitude anymore. Over time, it's just like my relationship evolved and uh, it became a lot better. And uh, I learned a lot more about myself um, through talking about myself with him and hearing his insight. And that's what a therapist is for, you know? Uh, people get the wrong idea that a therapist is for people who are crazy. No, this is actually, a therapist is to help you from going crazy, so to speak. Um, there's a lot of things that like bubble up inside us and emotions and a lot of different scenarios that, um, come into our lives and we have a hard way of processing those just on our own it can be very stressful um and it can be very uh it can be be very void of any real direction and it's good to have a therapist because that therapist can give you uh some serious direction serious insight um it's good to have somebody that can help sharpen you into the person that you want to be. And it's all about you. You have to realize that when you go to see a therapist, it's not about the therapist and what like the therapist 
um, how the therapist can just change everything. It's not like that, man. It's you let the therapist know what's up and the therapist lets you know what's up. And in somewhere you guys come and meet on a common ground. And uh, it's really important to me. I think therapy is is good. Therapy is good. You need therapy. Therapy is um, therapeutic. It's good for you. Anything therapeutic is good for you. Um, yeah, man. Really enjoy it. Um, recently... I was hanging with my boys and this whole Trump thing, man, it's really looking interesting. Uh, first and foremost, Trump is probably going to be impeached, man. I mean, this is the first time that <clears throat> any president has just been fucked on so fucking hard. I don't think there's been an impeachment since like the third or the third somewhere between the third and the sixth president that's where uh, a president has been impeached and that was a long ass time ago dude but you know I, I realized that you can't I mean nothing can last forever as far as you know you can't always have great presidents I guess in the in the Oval Office man um you know I really think to myself like and I've talked about this before about like, should I have voted for Hillary? And the answer is, yeah, I definitely should have voted for Hillary. I should have voted for Hillary for the simple fact that I didn't want Trump. Like, and I should have asked myself, which one did I not want more? Because, you know, now that I've seen the way Trump has done his, his term, he has had a terrible go of it. And, um, it's kind of one of those things like you don't realize until it's too late. Well, you know, I can't say I can't say that Hillary would have done any better. I can't say that for sure. Not because not because uh I don't believe she was capable of it. It's just like I don't know. You know, we don't we don't know and we don't get to have that answer now because we kind of robbed ourselves of that of that question and it's rough man it's rough it's rough seeing you know how hard things are here for a lot of people and I feel like a lot of people feel like fools for some of the things that they've believed in I know I've been a vic I can say that I've can attest to that I haven't been a victim <clears throat> I try not to I try to use victim as strictly as possible it's a very strong word for me. Um, but yeah, he just needs to get out of the office, man. We need him out of the office. Sorry, that was a weird yawn slash talk. We need him out of the office. We need him to... To... We just need him to kind of do better, man. We just needed him to do better and he wasn't able to. And now we're at a point where, you know, 2020 is rolling around. The new presidency is rolling around. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes, man. I'm very curious to see what the what America does. And I'm curious to see what I do as well. But aside from the politics, guys, um, 
I really want to talk about a new Netflix original that just came out recently. And it's from uh, Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson apparently is in the country genre of musicians. And I didn't know that. Um, I did not know that at all. However, this guy is really, really amazing. His whole entire band is truly talented. I watched this movie on Netflix called Sturgill Simpson's Sound and Fury. And it's an album that he just recently came out with. Uh, but it was an album that he did like two years ago. Um... But he got that out of the way, and then I think what he was waiting on was all the animation that comes along uh, with with the music. And uh, it's a movie. It's an entire movie. The entire album is wrapped into a movie, and I really, really fell in love with it, man. Um, I love the way that this movie represents the the dangerous climate that we live in in American society today. Um, It represents the senseless violence um, around the world and the the lost souls that become victims of that senseless violence. And that was a very... I started seeing that message before I even knew that... um, that that was... that the album and the movie was dedicated to that... um, to that subject and uh it was really really beautiful i loved just the intricacies of the album i love how every song sounds so much different than the other i feel like this was like a really really neat out of like out of completely out of his his zone man i mean seriously like i've listened to a few different things of sturgill simpson and it does it sounds like really uh hard uh, like hard country and um but this album man it was just groovy i mean it seemed like he pulled from so many influences and so many different directions to bring them all together into one core value and that was sound and fury um i love it i love the way the album sounds i love the way the music makes me feels i love the way the the music video slash music movie um it was just so it touched me it really did it pulled on my heartstrings i think that the directors and the artists that did each of the songs did them very very well um i think that the music was just represented so well with that um it was just a great pair It was a great pair to have the movie along with the album and the two coexisting together into one beautiful performance. And um, I give it up to Sturgill Simpson, man. That is, um, that album is going down in my all-time favorite albums of all time. That's a rough thing to do with me, man, because I don't just like, I don't, I can't even say I've necessarily had a favorite album of all time. But Sturgill Simpson's Sound of Fury is an album that I'm going to cherish the rest of my life because I felt like I felt like he made that album for 
for all of us, man, all of us who have been victims of senseless violence and uh, for all the people who have lost their lives to senseless violence. You know, there are people who are still alive that have been victims of senseless violence um, from bullying to gentrification, man. I mean, seriously, um, it just it touches all bases. It shows like um just truly the capitalistic mentality of people in this generation and how just how invaluable we see each other i think when you know we see we see each other with a tag and a and a receipt attached and that's rough man that's a rough thing to to feel um but it was strong i felt it strong from the album, man. Um, it was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. I really enjoyed it. It is going in my all-time favorite albums of all time. Um, I have it downloaded on my YouTube music right now. That's how much I love this. I have the whole album. Every song is thumbed up. I've listened to this whole album at least... At least 10 times, man. I'm not even lying to you. Um, within the two days that I have discovered it, I've listened to this album 10 times because I just love, I love the sound, man. I love it. I really do. It's so beautiful, man. Um, and the way Sturgill just presents it is just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's all around beautiful. It's a masterpiece. And um, I hope that we get to see, I hope that we're blessed with more from um, Sturgill. And I really want to see him perform live sometime. I really do. I don't care if he is a country artist. Um, what he did was, what he did was amazing. And it felt like it was for everybody. I felt like that was like a sacrifice, you know? Like he didn't have to make, he could have stuck to his own guns and stuff, but he really wanted to be intricate and bring different flavors to this album. Like seriously, so many different flavors like that you can taste when you listen to this album. It's beautiful. It really is. Like I said, man, each song is so unique. I love every song. Um, I think they represent a different part of society deeply. And uh, I love it, man. I really, really do love it, man. I really do love it. Bravo, Sturgill Simpson. Thank you for your album and uh, the video that came along with it. It really meant a lot to me. And if uh, you ever get a chance to listen to this, I want you to know, like, you really, really touched my heart with that stuff. And um, you have entered to be one of my all-time heroes, for sure. Seriously. I hope that one day I can learn to break the threshold of... <clears throat> of being in a box, man. I just, I couldn't even put this album in a box because it just was so different, man. It was just different. Completely different. It was completely independent of anything, man. <clears throat> it was independent of in and of itself, man. It's beautiful. All right. Let me get to another topic now. Um, recently... Recently, um, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about the, uh, 
the state of cinema today. You know, it's interesting. I uh, I was watching um, a movie documentary about cinema and just the way it came up and um, how it's evolved to what it is now. And I think it's really beautiful, man. Um, I saw movies back in the day the way that I saw hip-hop back in the day. Like, hip-hop told... Back in the day, hip-hop, not not today's hip-hop, but back in the day, hip-hop told stories and created universes and created windows for people to peer into uh, a life that they didn't understand and that they've never seen before. Movies did the same thing back in the day. Back in the day, when they were filming, they would film random, just random shit. Um, a gardener gardening, uh, a blacksmith working in a shop, the, the life of a soldier um, during war times. Seriously, there was a lot of things that cameras and vi- and movies represented. They represented a lot of things. And today, um, you know, we go beyond, beyond uh, the realm of realism as far as movies go. We have a lot of movies that um, are super CGI, super special effects. That's you know, that's the game these days. Um, And I got to thinking that I wonder if cinema is heading towards a point of just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like cinema glamorizes a lot of the violence that's in our world. Um... I think it does. I think movies movies really do glamorize a lot of the fucked up shit that's happening in our world and a lot of the fucked up shit people have to go through. Um, and so does hip hop these days, man. I mean, I don't, I don't respect the niggas that uh, start the song, you know, rolling down the street, got my 38 grit, make it rain, chop, chop, chop on these you know it's just stupid it doesn't really represent anything to me i don't like the flow i don't like the style i don't like the message either it's like i don't you know these days like i want i i'm very specific about what i choose to to be influenced by because um you know i just don't want to be a mindless zombie to some of the stuff that comes out these days um I really wish I could be more specific about this, but let me just say this. I think there are aspects in life that we glamorize way too much. And I think that we give the wrong impressions about certain things. Like for instance, okay, what was I watching today as far as, Okay, there was a comedian going up against a feminist. And this feminist was talking about rape as a joke. Like, rape as a joke is wrong. Um, It's very, very wrong. And do you not feel that people who have been victims of rape would find that your humor is um, not sensitive to 
those people's uh, struggles, to people, to rape victims' struggles. And what he was saying was, well, okay, sweetheart, if you want to play that game, we can play this game. He said, your Twitter profile picture is of Jeff Goldblum, and you're a feminist. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Jeff Goldblum, the first role he ever played, and he was telling her this, like, clear as day. The first role he played, he played a man who was a rapist, and he did a full-on scene of raping a victim. Um, And, you know, acting, obviously, it's not happening. But what the guy was saying is, like, you would have somebody like that who actually played the role of a rapist um, in cinema and actually, like, did the whole, like, went through the went through the motions of making the scene as real as possible compared to somebody that just wants to you know lighten the mood a little bit and he was like comparing how the two traumas are so different he's like okay i would rather laugh about something than have to watch a reenactment of 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 something that i was a victim of that would hurt much more than hearing a joke And I understood. I understood that completely. I understood that completely. Because he's right. If you were a victim of something and somebody were to reenact that too perfectly, like the uh, reenacted so perfectly that it shook you, it would fuck you up. It really would fuck you up. You would not be okay with that. Um, And that, that was a very good point. He's like, it's better that we can shed some I guess shed some some mercy on everything you know what I mean I feel like comedy is is the mercy that fucked up shit needs to be paired with so that we can swallow it like sometimes that that truly is the truth um there's a lot of things that I learned from comics like Dave Chappelle when I watch a Dave Chappelle special I actually walk away pondering so many different things, asking myself so many different questions. And I I constantly find myself going back to watch more of the special and watch it over and over and over again until I until I know everything. And um and that's why I love comedy so much. I love comedy because I can learn things and I can, I can be taught to take things seriously. I can listen to different stories and different sides of people's points of view. And ultimately, just comedy just gives so much perspective on a situation that like people can't seem to swallow. Um, and there's a lot of things that I can't swallow either a lot of the time. But you know, it's good that it's good that we have comedians to help bring the sugar to pair with the fucking cold, disgusting medicine that has to go down our throats each day just by living in society. You know? Would you rather have it bitter or would you rather have it just a little bit sweet? Just sweet enough that you get through it. I'll tell you what, man. If I I don't have any sugar with a grapefruit, nope, not happening. Too bitter, too tart, too sour. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, that's my rant for the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
Have an awesome weekend. It's tomorrow's Friday. Um, stay hungry. Stay busy. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do for yourself. Don't be waiting for. Don't wait for the life to happen. Just make it happen, bro. Seriously, make it happen. All right, guys. Love you all much. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.